Welcome to the Powercast with Charlie Johnson. I'm one of the world's leading fitness and transformation coaches. I'm going to be providing you with the tools to build your ultimate body and mind. So, absolute pleasure today to have uh, Gretchen Lidica on the Powercast, uh, expert and wizard all things CBD. So, who's going to educate us on the future of potentially something else that can aid in terms of recovery, performance, and add some more value to all of our lives. So, thank you very much for coming onto the show. Thanks so much for having me. Absolute pleasure. So, if you um, give us a bit of a run through then about yourself, what you can do, and maybe your experiences with CBD. Yeah, so I um, I have a background in science and and healthcare. Uh, I have a master's in physiology and integrative medicine, which is basically sort of a program that was kind of like the you know half med school, half you know studying herbs and supplements, and you know how to interpret research that's not like on traditional pharmaceuticals. Uh, and then I was a health editor at Mind Body Green, which is a big health and wellness media company for about two and a half years. And so basically I spent all day, every day, you know, reading new studies, you know, trying new products, trying new treatments, therapies, you know, writing about fitness, nutrition, lifestyle. And CBD was just one of the things that caught my attention right away, mostly because I have never been a cannabis user and it makes me super paranoid. I have a lot of embarrassing stories that I write about in my book um, to the point where I was like, that's BS. Like I really kind of had a lot of judgments like a lot of people do about people who said there were health benefits, you know, that I could take advantage of. Uh, So CBD really just kind of drew me in right away. I went down a huge sort of research rabbit hole and that eventually ended up turning into a book. So, um, and the book's really written from like a wellness perspective. So, um, which I think is really interesting for CBD. 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. Now, in terms of your own personal use of CBD, how did that initially start and what was your journey like with that out of curiosity? So the first time I ever tried it was totally on accident. I was at like this little cafe in, in Williamsburg called The End, which is sort of like always really ahead of the trend. They're the first people to do the unicorn lattes, you know, all that rainbow food you see. But anyway, I ordered this hot chocolate that had cannabidiol in it and I took a sip and then the barista goes, oh yeah, it's you know, from one of the compounds in cannabis. And I immediately was like, I'm going to have a panic. Like, I'm going to like take me home or like, you know, worse. Uh, And that's really like, I literally pulled out my phone and started Googling it right then and trying to figure out what exactly it was. Um, And that was before anybody really, I mean, that was like when there were three different brands. Uh, So kind of the way I use it I don't take it every day. I did experiment with taking it every day uh, while I was writing the book and kind of initially, but now I take it just sort of in really specific instances, which is kind of how I recommend approaching all like herbs and supplements and medications is like, if you don't have an issue you're dealing with, don't take anything. Like your body's working great on its own. But if I'm having, you know, a particularly stressful day, if I've had a few too many cocktails the night before, that's actually when I find it most helpful is for like, you know, headache, nausea, you know, low energy, body aches, um, kind of, it's kind of a, CBD is kind of a mixed bag. And when you start diving into the science, you realize, you know, you start learning about how it works and you realize that makes kind of, uh, kind of a lot of sense because it kind of is, the point of it is to interact with this big system in your body that keeps you balanced. Mm, makes perfect sense. The cannabinoid system. Yeah. The endocannabinoid system. So basically that's like a, a system that's in your nervous system, in your brain, in your skin, in all your peripheral organs. 
uh, it's distributed all over your body. You actually have natural compounds in your body that look a lot like CBD and THC, sort of circulating on their own. Uh, and so basically that the job of that system is to maintain homeostasis, which you know, means it regulates your, you know, blood pressure, it helps you respond to stress and pain. And it's sort of like this subtle regulatory system uh, that we haven't known about until, you know, I think it was like discovered in 1998. So it's like this huge system that we just didn't know anything about. And it really explains why CBD, THC, cannabis, hemp, cannabinoids work so well. What, um, and so in terms of your dosing experience, you said you use it on and off for different uh, rhymes or reasons. How would you initially, for someone who's looking to try CBD oil for the first time, why and how would you probably look to start like practically with it? Yeah, that it can be overwhelming. So like if anyone's listening to this thinking like, oh my God, there's so many options. What I have total decision paralysis. I always recommend starting with just a simple sublingual oil, which is just that tincture dropper. It'll be, you know, in coconut oil or hemp seed oil or, you know, some other carrier oil. And I always just recommend uh, starting with the lowest possible dose, like literally one drop, you know, twice a day, and then just slowly titrating up from there every day kind of increase until you think you feel the desired effects. You know, that's just sort of an organized way to do it. When I started experimenting, I went from like two milligrams to 50 and was like, you know, falling asleep and things like that. But that's kind of the most organized way to do it. And it's also, you want to settle on the lowest dose that's effective just because CBD is so expensive, you know? So you don't want to be taking, you know, 40 milligrams twice a day if really you need 15. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. In terms of timing, like from my logical point of view, how would I have used it with myself and clients of like, it's more to get people to calm down or to try and help them sleep. So say, for example, post-workout after training would be a good time when you're very stimulated and probably your adrenaline's probably very fired up to try and bring you out of that state. I would suggest maybe using something like CBD or maybe in the evening pre-bed to try and help aid the sleep. Would those yes. be situations where it would work? So those are really hard questions to answer about CBD because like – you know, everybody responds. We all know everyone responds really differently to THC. Like someone can smoke weed and feel amazing and relaxed and their friend next to them can smoke the exact same joint and feel like they're going to, you know, crawl out of their skin and be anxious and paranoid. So CBD is a little bit the same. Like doctors have said, some of my patients respond to two milligrams. Uh, some respond to 200. Uh, and that kind of applies to the time of day and when you want to take it too. Uh, like some people, I don't take CBD at night because to me, I feel energized by it. Uh, other people, you know, especially if you're taking a low dose, higher doses are kind of like can cause fatigue. So that can help at night. But if you're just sort of taking a daily maintenance dose, I recommend taking it in the morning because sometimes it can keep you up and people have reported that. So it kind of depends like, on your specific, it goes back to the endocannabinoid system again. Like it depends on how the, your cannabinoid receptors are distributed throughout your body and you know, how your brain networks are connected. And it really seems to be like highly individual. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, it really stumps doctors and that's why it's so hard to make. There are no official dosage recommendations for CBD because it's so different for everybody. And it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, how much you weigh, how old you are, none of like the normal, you know, yeah, yeah, apply. So it's kind of like, 
it really is, like I say, it's like a personal journey, which is like so lame, but it really is. Like you kind of have to just trial and error and see what works for you. The good news is that CBD is really safe. You know, it's been, you know, they've researched it at a really wide range of doses. So if you're working with like a, you know, a hemp derived CBD oil, like, you know, you're not going to do any damage by, you know, trying a little bit, trying a lot. No, I'm saying it's like that, that myself, my own pretty much follows my own personal experience and where I've used it on and off. And I don't know what your experience is with this as well. I've used uh, a lot of the, the creams and the balms, for example, with like injuries and muscle soreness, and like inflammation. Okay. So I've used one via Herb Guru quite a lot recently where, where if I get knee pain or ankle pain, it, it does seem to help. I don't know if it's a placebo effect, but it does seem to almost like withdraw some of the inflammation from, from the joint or the tissue to a degree. Totally. And, and as a more like experienced CBD user, I use it topically a lot. I do a lot of boxing. I like go to a boxing gym and I get a lot of tension in my neck and it's just like hard on your neck because you're hitting the bag and hitting the bag and it kind of will jam up your back. So I always, before I work out, do like a little bit of CBD on my neck, sides of my neck and my jaw just to kind of relieve that, you know, it's very anti-inflammatory and there are some, you know, preliminary studies that it could help with pain. So, um, and a lot of people report really positive results. So. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I think I probably noticed the difference with this, like I had more of an immediate effect is probably the balms and using it topically on like injuries as such, rather than maybe the drops, which I do think again, have definitely worked for me and helped me maybe calm down. Maybe when I feel a bit more hyperactive, but yeah. I the bombs probably seem to help almost have a stronger effect for me personally. But again, it probably comes down to being person dependent and what your body maybe needs more TLC from perhaps. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I find the, I find the bombs really helpful too. And sometimes they'll have other ingredients. A lot of them will have capsaicin, which is a, a compound out of like that's derived from chili peppers. That's also really anti-inflammatory. So sometimes it's, you know, kind of the mix of ingredients that really does it. So how would you, would you recommend people use uh, CBD in terms of stress and helping with stress management? If people have like higher blood pressure, they're in very stressful environments, perhaps at work or sort of family challenges. Yeah. I think it's, you know, you have to kind of look at it in perspective. Like it's, uh, even though we don't know everything about how CBD, you know, may help with anxiety, may help with stress. Like we do know that it's, you know, sort of a benign, safe compound. And I think it, you know, where a lot of potential is, is like as a sort of preliminary step before you go on anti-anxiety medication or you take something a little bit stronger that can be, you know, dependence forming and have other side effects. So I always recommend, like, if you're dealing with something like that, just try it, you know what I mean? Try it and see if it helps. A lot of people find that, like, it's a good alternative to something, you know, stronger. No, again, I think the important thing you said there as well, there's no downside to trying it. So you're not going to get addicted to it and it's not going to have any negative health impacts. So you have nothing to lose from almost trialing and see how you feel and listen to your own body. Because as we said already, it seems to be very person dependent. Yeah, it seems to be really personal dependent. The one thing I would mention is uh, at high doses, CBD can interact. It interacts with a uh, it's, it's digested or metabolized by a liver enzyme called cytochrome P450, which also metabolizes a ton of pharmaceutical drugs. So if you're taking CBD in very high doses um, and you're taking uh, you know, some type of daily medication, that's something you should definitely kind of 
talk to your doctor about and make sure you're, you know, you're not taking them at the same time and your medications being properly metabolized. Um, but that's really sort of the only contraindication. Like most studies have shown, like when people take a ton of CBD, the worst that happens is like they feel tired. Yeah. So, you know, as far as compounds go, like, you know, obviously we know that's not true with alcohol. We know that's not true with tobacco. We know that's not true with other, you know, drugs, even other herbs and natural supplements, you know, when you take a lot of it, you know, bad things can happen, but CBD is really, um, you know, pretty benign and it's described a lot. People worry about getting addicted to it, but in the medical literature, it's often described as an anti-addictive compound. Uh, that helps people get, you know, lower their use of opioids, uh, even, you know, stop smoking cannabis if they are like sort of a regular heavy cannabis user. Uh, you know, it's helped people quit cigarettes, things like that. So that's not really a concern. What do you think is the future of CBD oil? Where do you think we're going with it all? Do you so, think more research will come out in terms of practical applications and maybe how we can actually utilize it most efficiently and maybe more products to try and take it in? Yeah, this like this may be like a surprising thing, but I to me I think the future of CBD oil is just not CBD oil. I think CBD oil is a way that a lot of people are learning about the cannabis plant uh, and you know all the compounds in it. You know there are hundreds of compounds in the cannabis plant, um, and you know the research really does show us that CBD. Uh, works best when it has some THC in it. And that doesn't mean that's enough to get you high or, you know, have you sitting on the couch eating potato chips all day. But the two compounds are like, they work really synergistically and they're better, you know, they reduce the side effects of each other and they make each other more effective. So to me, uh, you know, in the U.S. and states where they've uh, passed recreational marijuana laws, like in California, you can go and you can get CBD oils that have different levels of THC. So you can get a CBD oil with an 18 to one CBD to TH ratio or a one to one CBD to THC ratio. And to me, the future of, you know, CBD oil is that it's, you know, how can we manipulate uh, the type of plant we're using? So whether it's, you know, really high in CBD and low in THC or sort of somewhere in the middle and sort of link that to, okay, well, this ratio is best for anxiety. This ratio is best, is best for pain. So I think it's like, right now we're just using CBD and everyone should always be getting a full spectrum CBD because that means it has all of the other cannabinoids uh, and compounds found in the hemp plant in there. But I think we're going to dig even further and it's just going to get a lot more specific. You know what I mean? It's not going to be just about CBD. It's going to be about specific strains for specific remedies almost to try and solve certain things exactly exactly like there are other you know cbg is another cannabinoid that's found in hemp and it's shown like a lot of promise for glaucoma uh you know just it's just gonna we're gonna just gonna learn more and more and dive deeper and deeper and figure out exactly what cbd can do and what sort of the combinations of different compounds in the plant can do what's your opinion on um cbd vaping other e-cigarettes because obviously there's been, there's been a bit of controversy as well in the states i think globally about vaping suddenly being of slight health concern yeah i mean i there's sort of a my i have a long answer to that and a short answer to that the <laughs> short one is like there are just healthier ways yeah, safer ways to take cbd I agree completely. Yeah, I agree. like why would i vape it when i can put it under my tongue yeah. or eat it or lather on my skin or literally it makes no sense it logically just doesn't make any sense that said like i do think like 
there, you know, when you're talking about real, you know, medical like applications, smoking is the fastest delivery method. You feel it almost immediately. So if someone's having extreme pain, I think vaping or smoking, there's a pl- there is a place and time for that. But like if you're using it every day for wellness, to me, it makes absolutely no sense to vape it. We just don't know. It's just too unregulated at this point to know exactly what's in your vape. And like with what we know now to just heat plastic and metal and synthetic fragrances and, you know, and then inhale that, I just am like. Yeah, logically it's not a good idea. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Now, um, we've pretty much covered most of the main topics I want to obviously discuss here in, in brief. To finish up, so a beginner's guide for CBD in terms of practical application, you start with what, lowest dose, and you'd go for what, twice a day? How would you split that up? One in the morning, one late in the afternoon? Yeah, I would do like one first thing in the morning and then one, you know, you could do it before bed if you find it helpful for sleep. For me, I probably would do it at 3 p.m., like kind of in that 3 p.m. slump period. So what, drop under the tongue in the morning, one mid-afternoon in Mm -hmm. the slump period, and then maybe slowly increase the dosage as you go from there. Yeah, slowly. So if it's, you know, just look at the the serving size on whatever product you buy and just sort of go, okay, what's the lowest possible, which will probably be one drop, yeah. you know, and then just sort of go Thanks. up from there. Uh, and sometimes you do need a higher dose than you think you do. And most, most, you know, products have very conservative doses. So they'll have like, you know, 10 milligrams, but you know, some people take a hundred for sleep. Yes. So, you know, yeah, definitely experiment with that and always look for a full spectrum high CBD, uh, full spectrum hemp oil. Um, and then definitely, definitely like my number one rule for beginners and doing CBD is to get something that's lab tested, like third party lab tested because CBD is a a bioaccumulator. Hemp is a bioaccumulator, which means it literally draws toxins and heavy metals and pesticides and chemicals from the soil. Like they actually plant it after chemical spills and things like that to revitalize the soil so if you're buying something that's you don't know where it's coming from it hasn't been tested like you could very well be ingesting all of those things without knowing um and there are no sort of like regulatory you know government rules in place right now to protect you from that like that's sort of up to you when it comes to cbd which you know for better for worse so always look for something from a company that's very transparent about their testing practices uh, and that's third-party lab testing their stuff, which means it's not being tested in their facility. They're sending it to like a, you know. Off-site almost. Yeah, like an unaffiliated uh, lab. And like they should have, they should offer to give you the reports. Like when you're buying it, like they should either have them on their website or they should offer. And and if anybody's being kind of cagey uh, about their testing or about where they're sourcing their cannabis, like just head, there are so many brands, like just, I think, I think in the EU, everyone has to third party test. Oh, do they? That's awesome. Because I think. Um, you guys are ahead of us, yeah. The brand I work not when the UK leaves the EU. Um, <laughs> I, the brand I work with, Herb Guru, they're pharma hemp products. They're all EU lab testers. I'm sure it's part oh, of Oh, perfect. Lot. Yeah, that's amazing. We, I feel like we let, let capitalism get the best of us in the US, and it's just anyone's game. And, yeah, and it, and it sucks because you know, there are a lot of companies doing it right and you know what's in the product and they're being really transparent and they're jumping through a million hoops to make sure that they're giving you a safe product. But then they're kind of a couple 
bad guys out there sort of ruining it for everybody and creating this sort of, you know, distrust and, you know, so just make sure like as a consumer, remember that uh, when it comes to CBD and any supplement, uh, the responsibility to find a quality safe product is in your hands. Yeah. Vote, vote with your money. Yeah. Vote with your money. Definitely. Um, thank you very much for that, Amanda. So just to rattle up for uh, anyone to find any more information about you, where's the best place to get in touch or find more information about yourself and, and your knowledge of CBD? Yeah, you can. So my website is GretchenLittaker.com. Um, and then my Instagram is Gretchen.Amanda. And I sometimes post like products and, you know, uh, articles that I've written. Uh, I'm a full-time freelancer right now. So I write for a bunch of different, you know, CBD websites and, and do a lot of news. So like, that's a pretty good place to keep up to date. Awesome. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And anyone who's curious of the CBD I use, I'm currently using Herb Guru uh, CBD, which I think is a variation of Harmer Hemp. So I use the drops and the balms things we already discussed. What, uh, what CBD do you use in the States? So I love, um, a company called Bloom Farms. Okay. They're originally a medical cannabis company and then they moved into CBD. So I love their, you know, their testing and their transparency. Uh, I love Charlotte's Web, which was kind of, it's, you know, they're kind of one of the first I companies. To, I used to my wife's name before we got married. You was to what? My, I used to my wife's name, Charlotte Webb, before, before she got married. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's a funny story. That is really funny. Yeah, they're, and they're amazing. They've done a lot of work to sort of move hemp policy forward, uh, which I really think is, you know, worth you know, vote with your dollars. 100%, 100%. Um, absolute pleasure for that, man. Thank you so much. And uh, if there's anything else, then I would look forward to hopefully hearing some more from CBD information coming from you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me.